And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's time for the Sports Blast. <laughs> Ashish Sharma. What you have here is a solid foundation of young talent. All you have to go out and do is get the big bop. Everyone in this room is now dumber. May God have mercy on your soul. I am going to smack you so hard. In the ass. I will smack it's your face happen. off of your face. Ryan Roach. He can get on base, he can walk, he can hit, and he can steal back. That's the key. They missed that element last year in the leadoff position. Sports. Dave Pollard. He's facing more outrageous scoring chances. In a weird way, the defense sucking as much as it has. He's becoming more adept at making bigger saves. He's absolutely right. And Mark Lazell. You have a great coach of Brad Stevens. You want him to stick around. You want him to have confidence in this team. Here's the key part. You start winning games that matter. Down the stretch, you have to win these games. There are playoff implications on the line. The Sports Blast. What the hell are you doing? Only on ESPN New Hampshire. This is awesome. This is awesome. Oh, no, 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 no. That doesn't work. No, 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 don't ruin it. No. And ESPNNHradio.com. Game on! Game on! What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Sports Blast here on ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. I'm Ashish Sharma with Brian Roach, Dave Pollard, and Mark Lazell. Dave literally just walked in the building. Dave's uh, barely here. You, it, it was a little bit of a hassle for you getting up here today. Yeah, I didn't even get to uh, take my pregame dump in the bathroom before I got here. Thanks yeah. for sharing. I'm yeah. sure the audience would love to uh, hear more. We, we share <laughs> one. Guys, it's uh, it's a lovely spring day, April first. Spring's here. Happy April Fool's Day. Happy April Fool's Day. It's not actually spring. (laughs) It's sunny outside, guys. Yeah, I know. Lovely baseball weather we're having. I'm really excited for the season starting tomorrow. Uh, Baseball starts at Fenway in two days. In two days, yes. I saw I saw at least two people spin out today. uh, So be careful if you're out there driving and listening. It's dangerous out there for sure. Yep. Focus on the road. You're underestimating the intelligence of our, our listeners. They can't drive and listen at the same time. You should pull, you should pull over and listen to us. Focus, if you're really focus a little less on us and focus on the road today. This for is sure. our last show. It's slippery out there. What? April Fool's. Oh, oh, like, I was going to be like, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wanted to surprise you guys. Oh, thank you. Can you believe yeah. baseball starts in uh, two days? Uh, I believe it, it. it starts tomorrow. And well, he means Boston. Well, yeah, for the Red Sox. Wait, what's the, uh, what's the first baseball. game of the year? Tampa Bay, Toronto at one. I That's think. tomorrow? I think. I believe so. And then we've got, I think the Yankees are in action as well. Yeah, and the uh Cubs play the Cardinals Correct. on Sunday night baseball. Sunday night baseball. And then on Monday at 2.05, we've got the big one. Brian, you'll be at Fenway. I will be too. Yep. Uh, looking forward to that. Hopefully it's not like this outside, though. It shouldn't it's, be. It's, it's going to be better, I hope. I, it, luckily in Boston, it's not as snowy as it is up here. So, Right. It's just raining. Yes. It was gross when it rained, too. R- Rhode Island's leading. It's like a river mm. to get up there. Slick out there. Yeah, it is. Well, hopefully everyone's staying safe out there on the roads. I know it can be a little treacherous right now. But, yeah, baseball somewhat is in the air. Just, I guess, because of... Smell it. it yeah, I, I, just because of, because of the calendar. I can't tell because of the weather, but I'm just looking at the calendar, and I see that regular season baseball will commence tomorrow. Um, let's get into the Red Sox talk, guys. I want to start with the obvious. This is going to be the first season since 2002 that the Red Sox will not have David Ortiz on the opening day roster. And Look, I expect it to be a smooth transition given the infusion of young talent we've seen with, you know, Betts, Bradley, Bogarts, and now Benintendi, but it's still going to be a little bit of an adjustment, isn't it? It, it will be. I mean, uh, you saw it last year in the postseason how uh, most of the young guys struggled. Uh, ben Attendee, uh, well, he didn't even make the roster, correct? Well, he was a late-season call-up, right? Wasn't he called up in, like, what, August? Ben Attendee yeah, was, August. yeah. yeah. He, he was on the roster? No, he ben, was a late-season uh, call-up. Okay. He was a late-season call-up. Well, yeah, so he doesn't have any postseason experience. I think that's going to be the biggest thing. Uh, the, the, the reason why they added sales because they knew they needed to add pitching to – uh, basically, it's a reactionary thing to David Ortiz retiring and the lack of pitching depth they had last year. Sure. Chris Sale, though, doesn't have postseason experience either. Right. He doesn't have any, which is a good thing. It's better than what David Price has. Right. It's better than having <laughs> negative postseason experience. <laughs> right. And uh, an interesting fa- a tidbit, Bronson Arroyo is now the uh, last member of the 2004 Red Sox player to be active. Wait, Bronson Arroyo still plays baseball? He plays with the Reds. Still? What? Still? Yeah. yeah. He, he, well, last year, I No, think. this year. Oh, this, this year? This year. What he's, the still, hell? he's still he's still he's he might be one of their five starters. Oh my god. How yeah. old is Bronson now? <laughs> I don't know. He must be close to he's 40. probably like 30 
36, 37. Oh no, he's got to be older than that. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd look it up. I'm, I'm having some internet connectivity issues right now. Surprised I'd look it up. Surprised he's not doing a one-man acoustic show by now. I know. Seriously, didn't he and Johnny Damon have, like, an unofficial band? He's actually going to be their fifth starter, the Reds. How old is he, though? Can you get his age? Yeah, I'll get that. Uh, he is 40. Yep. 40, oh, 40. Wow. He, turned that. he just tor- turned 40. Now, guys, if we're <laughs> reading, like, the Red Sox book, I think it's time to turn the page and all... Of course, Dave Ortiz is out now. Oh, he'll be back in June. But, <laughs> but, the, but the main the main focus here is what the uh, overall picture and how the Red Sox painted this canvas is to bring in the young talent and really, you know, fulfill I guess expectations using the younger guys. Um, just because they don't have the really leadership guys anymore, besides you know Dustin Pedroia. Um, but I, I think it's really good to build off of you know good pitching and young talent, right? Even without any you know playoff experience, you're gonna have leaps and bounds. I mean that that's that's how it is. But I mean through you know the the season, you're gonna be learning, and all these young guys are gonna be learning. Like Andrew Benatendi, he could be rookie of the year, but right. he he could you know fall flat on his face. But you're gonna go through a lot of obstacles, and that's why it's gonna help out these young guys moving into the playoffs to realize. Well, I got to start doing this right and work on their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, you've got a lot of young players that make up now the core of this roster, which, you know, if you looked at this lineup and this roster three years ago, I feel like we always go into a Red Sox season saying, here's a question mark, there's a question mark, there's holes here, there's holes there. Yeah, there's questions. But these are the kinds of questions that I'm willing to embrace if you're talking about the Red Sox. Because we were all saying two years ago, we're sick and tired of the one-offs. Sick and, sick and tired of finishing in first place one year, then going to the bottom of the barrel the next. Right. They, so, so they reacted now, correctly this year. Right. <laughs> but, but at least now, after several years of Mookie Betts, uh, Bogarts, uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., who's not of that caliber, I don't think, of the other two, and even Benintendi now this year, who I think is the real deal, Yeah, I'll take those question marks because it's a young team and it seems like at least the future is bright for this team going forward. You've got an ace in Chris Sale who's now locked up on a good deal for what, the next three seasons, including Four. this one? Three years, uh, 39. Three, three years plus, uh, plus option. there's other options. Yeah. So. Right, and, and so yes, there are question marks with this team. David Ortiz's offensive production, you're not going to replace that. No, you hope that the pitching can compensate for that. Well, not only that. And but you hope the young guys can step up and really assume a leadership role because this is the core going forward. So you, you hope that they can assume those roles as leaders on yes. this team because it's going to have to be these guys that right. lead the team if they're going to have postseason success. It won't be one person replacing Ortiz. It'll be a bunch of people. Correct. It'll be the return of Pablo, who looked really good. Good oh, this spring. Damn good yeah, spring. 350 in yeah. spring training. Okay, 339 with five home runs, 20 RBI. Right. When Pablo hits above his weight, yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, right. yeah, that's uh, very good. It's well, barely not, above his weight. Let's stay cautiously optimistic <laughs> right. on that let's front. Let's stay on course. Yeah. Let's well, not anything get on the that happens train. with Pablo or the third, base, uh, the third base position in general for right. me is gravy. Right, it's not it's not a strength of this roster. Right, the corners so, of the infield are a weakness. So if of he this plays roster. well, Mitch Moreland, uh, I think he should have a great year as a lefty at Fenway because the monster is just right there. It right helps. might be overstated though, right? I mean, I, I think he he'll just be an additional in addition. He'll be, he'll be right. like how Ma- right. Mike Napoli was in right. 2013. Right, exactly. He'll, yeah. He he won't strike out as much. He's a he he can get walks. He he has. Gap power. He, sure. he can hit home runs. No, that's but the thing that lefties like about Fenway right. is that short wall, you know, having the monster there. Right. They can and use you the folk, opposite field a lot right. more than they could at other venues. Sure. Right. And yeah, it he'll keeps probably your swing correctly. Yeah, he'll probably hit like 20 plus home runs. Uh, yeah, I think about 20. The really only hole in their lineup will be catcher because it'll be Sandy Leon. And Christian Vasquez. What are you talking about? Sandy Leon is the greatest anyway. offensive catcher of all time, right? After last season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after the he great is starting opening that day. He, for the he, only time in his career. He is starting opening day. What do you think of that anyway? I, I think a personal catcher for Porcello is fine. I think that. Oh, for, uh, are we okay. doing this again now okay, with look, the personal catchers? Look, I don't mind a personal catcher if a guy's going to have success like Porcello did right. last year with <laughs> one catcher. Fine. So I understand having right, Sandy Leone start opening day, but I'm I'm hoping he's not the starting catcher. Oh, he's not. Christian Vasquez team. is. Well, I, I think it's going to be more of a platoon. Well, it's going to be like 60-40, maybe 70-30. Well, okay. and word out of camp is also that Chris Sale likes having Vasquez behind the plate. Yeah, as he yeah, should, because so he frames I think those that, pitches 
wonderfully. Right, and look, he's your better option uh, as a defensive catcher for sure. He's yeah. not going to give you the offensive production, but you don't need that out of the catching what, position. What happened last year with Vasquez was he came back and he was uh, he didn't have enough strength from the Tommy John surgery. And I think they worked him back too quickly. And then the whole fiasco happened with Stephen Wright and how the pitching staff told him to throw a knuckleball and he decided to throw a fastball right over the heart of the plate. And the guy right. hits, hits that home run. And he was down in uh, and then he got demoted. for the rest of the year. And then he got demoted. And now I think he's built it back up. You saw it in spring. He threw out base runners. Uh, towards the end of spring, he started getting hot at the plate. He hit a home run. He had some doubles. Uh, and that's what he can provide occasionally for the team. He can be an occasional spark uh, offensively when other people aren't. I, I think what we should expect out of Christian Vasquez is it's he's going to be a 230 batting average. He's a, he's a rich sure. man's Jason Veritek. Right, exactly. Because Jason Veritek wasn't exactly a great offensive threat himself. Isn't he a poor man's Jason Veritek then? No, I'd say he's... Because, he, he, yeah, because he doesn't get paid. watered down Jason Veritek? No, no I'd say he's, he's a better, better Jason Veritek. He's, he's better, better defensively. defensively. He's watered better. down and, on offense. Yes. No, I'd say Jason Veritek wasn't a stud offensively. He hit yeah, but he, hit, he, he would hit 250 to right. 270, and he'd, and he'd hit you 15 to 20 home runs. Okay, fine. So I guess he's a, he's a rich man's Jason Veritek defensively. Offensively, he's a poor man's Jason Veritek. Yeah. So he's Jason Veritek. Exactly. It just evens out. But guys, he's a middle of the pack income Jason Veritek. Sure. I, I think it's very important for the Red Sox organization and the fans to understand that they need to reset kind of expectations just because Mookie Betts had a great year. Rick Purcello was a Cy Young winner. Sandy Leon was red hot. You All right. That, that was like the, the sky high. Okay. That was out of this world. We're not expecting the same kind of expectations as last year. And, and that's where I want to come into it because David Price being out, right? Rick Porcello is going to have to fulfill his shoes immensely in the regular season. No, I, I, I think, think he does. After winning, after winning an AL Cy Young, what more does he have to prove now? No, I'm saying like because you're going to – He just needs 15 wins to be fine in anyone's eyes, I think. No, but my point, yeah. my point is with, with – With like a 3.5 like ERA. Yeah, I'll take a 15 win season. But, out but of what's Porcello. your point, Mark? My my point is with David Price being absent, somebody's gonna have to step up, well, and we don't know how long he's gonna be out. Well, well he's well, already you're, he's, what, you're he's like two months behind uh, behind his schedule. Isn't not he? really. He hasn't what he hasn't thrown off the mound since February 28th. He won't be back till June. I at I, least I, I, think, uh, I think June is a li- I, I I think mid May. May 5th. May, I doubt yeah. it. I it's doubt it. Back the way this is going. May 5th. Yeah, I don't have any. Soft, I don't have man. any faith that that's going to happen. I, I mean, the conflicting reports coming out of the Red Sox camp and from David Price himself. You never know what's really happening with these injuries. All you can really do is take it at face value, and Price has barely thrown right. a baseball. Right, if and you, we've got opening day in two yeah. days. He's yeah. got, he's doing stuff that guys are doing should be doing before pitchers and catchers report. Well, right, and it seems like they're trying to bring him back slowly to try to avoid surgery, which. Right. I mean, if the surgery is something that's going to be inevitable for this guy, it might have been a bad decision to even uh, to even start him this year at all. No, because because uh, the way um, Tommy John, it's a twelve to eighteen month sort of get, right, like coming right. back from it, so, so they don't want to miss most of next year too. But if he but the if he ends case, up needing no, Tommy John and he yes. comes back at a bad time and and, and he needs best, it at the end of this year, best, you, you lose no, him for another year and a no, half. No, the best case is that he gets surgery in November so that the first six months, so he just misses next year. He, he, so he misses the first half of this year, and if they can get something out of him and then get surgery in November, it's the same thing as what they'd be getting if yeah, he got I guess surgery right. in April. You're still so, talking about missing so all that, of next year. Well, There's yeah. a sense of urgency with it, though. Uh, not really, and I mean, well, and, uh, and, the and reason... then you're also adding that his arm could just explode at any moment. If if surgery's imminent for this guy, and you put him in in August and September, you never right. know what's going to happen with his arm. Well, yeah, that, but uh, there's different scenarios. There's uh, a risk, right? There's uh, definitely a risk. The reason why he didn't get it is because he's not 22, 23, and can bounce right. back as quickly as the younger guys do. Right. And back well, to Mark's point, um, in terms of someone stepping up. And replacing Price's productivity, you're effectively replacing him with, with Sale. Chris Sale. Yeah, you know, so you're hoping that a guy like Chris Sale, who's a lefty, 
can come in and do exactly what David Price did, if not better, for he'll, you last year. He'll do it which, better. Which I believe that uh, Sale seems to be the kind of guy, if you listen to him in his press conferences, he's going to embrace this market. I think yeah. I think he's got the winning mentality he won't that tweet it takes to, to play in, in Boston. No, he won't tweet to people. He doesn't do social I, media, apparently. <laughs> Good. He won't pay attention. I think what makes him special, I read an article by Tim Brenton in uh, the Providence Journal recently, it was the fact that he has a dynamic of pitches. Like, he has a lot of versatility with it. So, mm-hmm. he doesn't just throw 95 miles an hour. No, he, he throws 98. He, he throws 98. <laughs> yeah, he throws 98 fastball. Right. But then his changeup is insane. Right, it's like 89-90. His curveball, I mean. His slider is filthy. Uh, he has everything. That's why this guy's a bonafide ace. Yep. He's, a, he's definitely a leader of that pack. Mm-hmm. Because if you're telling me that David Price coming into the which, season. Which is good so that we don't have to listen to cr- uh, David Price just nitpick everything and be uh, like, because he was the assumed ace and now he doesn't have to be. Yeah, you right, know, sometimes but, you uh, you make a good pitch and a guy hits a home run. <laughs> it's a, Sometimes, you know, that's baseball. That's what happens, you know. Uh, I, I made a good pitch. He just hit it out of the park. Give him a giant what do you meatball. Do? What do you do? John Farrell would say you, ha- you have. You go home and you play with John Farrell said you had the best stuff. What do you think? I think my stuff is pretty good. You know, even even though that guy hit it out of the baseball park, I made a good pitch. You know, it's just baseball. It happens sometimes. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, and mostly in the playoffs, yeah. you, lose. you lose. At least you're in Hawaii. <laughs> if there's an attitude that just is like the the not the one that you don't want in Boston. It's the one that David Price has. You yeah, cannot pay, have that type of guy in Boston. Everything the media Sucky says, personality. responding to people on social media. I mean, this town is savage when it comes to their oh, athletes. If yeah. it, and if you if you feed into it, David Price, it's just going to get worse. Just go play people in San just Diego. You more. Go play in Minnesota. Go play. Go stay in Tampa. Those are the markets that you would thrive in. Yeah, Spotlight. Go tell that to John Henry. Go tell the guys that are cutting the checks. I mean, they're cutting the checks for a reason. They it's see a big one. A lot of talent in this guy, but the personality, mixed reviews. Well, this is the worst case scenario with the injury because now he'll probably stay in here and not opt out after three years. Well, I don't think he was opting out anyways because we talked about this briefly when he first signed that contract, and I know we are we're going up on yeah. break, but but when he first signed, uh, we talked his contract, about the scenario. We talked yeah, we about just, the injury. No, we didn't even talk the about the injury. Year. You <laughs> talked about if he doesn't like it here, he's going to opt out after three years. I said he's not going to get a deal like that at his age, which would be what thirty two at that point. He's not going to get that kind of money. Why would he opt out? He'd rather just stay here, bite the bullet, and make the money that he wouldn't make if he opted out and went elsewhere. And now the injury yeah, really unless he's solidifies in a submissive that. psychological state because of right. all the crap that he's getting from fans and media. Yeah, yeah but if you're making thirty-one million dollars guaranteed every year, you might just be so. like, screw it. I mean, yeah, you'd you'd think <laughs> so, you but think but so, I think yeah. we would see that already with David Price. It's not like he's not rolling in the dough right now. If it, if you're making thirty-one million dollars, you would think it wouldn't matter what people say about you. But to this guy. It matters. He's a unique situation when He's it comes a unique to his elbow, mentality. Dude. He's a unique elbow. He, he won't get <laughs> one playoff win with the Red Sox. I'm calling it right wow. now. He won't. I, I don't like him bad. at all. He'll I'd be, say he goes 5-0 and oh this postseason. 0-15 by the time he's done with the Red Sox in the postseason. All right, 603-883-9900. Baseball is back. We've got a lot to get to, including our predictions for the 2017 MLB season. That'll be at noon. Stick around. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. Ransomware is software that can infiltrate your business through email, enabling cyber criminals to hijack sensitive information as ransom for your own data's release. Leveraging Barracuda email security with advanced threat detection can stop a ransomware attack in its tracks. As an added measure, Barracuda Backup allows you to recover your data without having to surrender to extortion. Crime doesn't pay when you protect your business data with Barracuda. Go to barracuda.com ransomware to learn more. What is advanced auto parts? have to offer plenty like a rewards program called speed perks that gets you twenty dollars off your next purchase when you spend a hundred dollars or more what doesn't advance auto parts have to offer a reason why there's a supermarket employee there to help you even though it's called self-checkout so forget figuring out the produce code for apples and check out advanced auto parts rewards program speed perks and get twenty dollars off your next purchase when you spend a hundred dollars or more advanced auto parts let's get you back on the road see an advanced team member or go to speedperks.com to sign up Losing our signal? You can always hear us on the TuneIn app. We are 1250 ESPN, New Hampshire. Stress. It can make your heart race, your head pound, and your stomach churn. While a little stress can be a good thing and even help you perform under pressure, too much stress can be bad for your health, causing headaches, 
stomach pain, trouble sleeping, and even a weakened immune system. In the United States, it's estimated that up to 90% of visits to primary care doctors are due to stress-related health problems. It's hard to avoid stress altogether, but there are steps you can take to manage it. During National Stress Awareness Month in April, visit Optum.com stress for more information about how to prevent stress from getting the better of you, including stress first aid techniques you can do in the moment when you're feeling stressed and stress prevention techniques to help change the way you approach and think about certain situations. To learn more, visit Optum.com stress. That's O-P-T-U-M dot stress. A public service message from this station. Did you hear? U.S. savings bonds have gone electronic. Now you can purchase them from the convenience of your own home through TreasuryDirect.gov, a safe and secure website operated by the U.S. Department of the Treasury. No more extra trips to the bank. No more paper bonds to keep track of. Instead, you can open a free Treasury Direct account and buy and manage your electronic savings bonds online anytime, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. U.S. savings bonds are an affordable and smart choice for many Americans. For as little as $25, you can buy a U.S. savings bond for yourself or a loved one. Savings bonds are safe investments. Whether your goal is to retire comfortably, pay for a college education, or protect yourself and your family from the unexpected, it's always a good time to save for the future. Visit www.treasurydirect.gov to buy an electronic savings bond today. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Celtics remain in sole possession of first place in the Eastern Conference following a 117-116 win over the Orlando Magic last night at TD Garden. Isaiah Thomas with the game-high 35 points in the win. Jay Crowder chipping in with 18. The win proved to be a big one as Cleveland topped the lowly 76ers 122-105. So for now, the Seas have a half-game lead over the Cavs. The Bruins will look to keep things rolling after dropping four games in a row. The Bees have won three straight, including a 2-0 win over Dallas on Thursday night. They begin today in the second wildcard position, one point ahead of Tampa Bay, just one point behind Toronto for the third spot in the Atlantic. They'll be at TD Garden today in a matinee matchup with the Florida Panthers. Puck drops at 1 o'clock. The Red Sox are in Annapolis, Maryland today for their final preseason tune-up, weather permitting. They'll take on the Washington Nationals at 2 o'clock. And the NCAA basketball tournament moves to the University of Phoenix Stadium today for the Final Four. Tonight it'll be number one Gonzaga taking on number seven South Carolina at 6 o'clock, followed by number one North Carolina up against number three Oregon. Tip-off is at 8. With your Sports Center update, I'm Dave Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. Forget the coffee. I am in so much pain right now. I got a massive headache. The Sports Blast has the cure for your Friday night hangover. Hey, bro, you mind putting on some pants? I find it a little weird. I have to ask twice. Three hours of sports talk. That would be terrific. That would be great, huh? Terrific. That was terrific. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. Right, during the commercial, I received a very disturbing piece of information. Alarming yeah, information. Uh, apparently, Brian has upwards of 26 fantasy baseball leagues. He said close to 30. Wow. Like, well, it like might 30. be over 30. Wow. What is wrong with you? I don't know. You have a problem, my I friend. Do. How much collective time did you spend in fantasy baseball drafts? Uh, too much. Oh, my goodness. How do you have the time? Yeah, Fa- exactly. Like, fantasy how, football how is do like you cocaine have that time? for Brian. Yeah. Yeah, it's seriously, it's, it's like it's like a drug for you. Like it's literally like cocaine. It's fun. Cocaine. Twenty six <laughs> fantasy now there, baseball Now there's teams. no way you'll actually be able to track all twenty six. No, I, I'm. Uh, there's like ten to twelve money leagues. Those are the ones I'll be probably wow. focusing. on. And then the other ones you just don't give a crap. You're like, well, I'll I'll like set the lineups, but why? If it's if there's no money on the line, I don't understand. Like for me, if I ever do fantasy in anything, whether it's football, so it's gambling I do a little baseball, but yeah, it's always been gambling. It's always been about the money. <laughs> it is gambling. It's always been about the money. Uh, fantasy anything stuff. is gambling uh, with like a 
Uh, you know, it's secret gambling. I think it's just an there's, adrenaline there's rush. There's legal loopholes that call it not gambling, but clearly it is. Okay. I think it's just an adrenaline rush of Brian because he loves baseball so much. But, right. I mean, I'm not that way with basketball. I, I try to stay away from fantasy. Just because it's every single day, how can you oh, manage Fantasy that? baseball is way too much. Every me, morning yeah. you wake up, set the lineups while you're taking your morning uh, poop. You yeah, know? that takes a special yeah. amount you know of dedication. Yeah, Brian, Even I'll on just, the toilet. I'll, I'll, refer, I'll refer some uh, people to you that maybe you can go see okay. you know, talk and talk to about your problem. B- before we switch topics here. How long's your poop? Because if you have, thir- <laughs> if you have 30 teams, poop. I mean, a well, minute a team, the half are- hour poop? No, no. The no. toilet is a sanctuary, Mark. Yeah, it is. Right. A lot of toilet. There, no, there are a lot, there. Of, <laughs> a lot of the fantasy apps No one apps bothered now. you? You'd stay on the toilet for hours on end. I would. A, a I lot would. of the fantasy apps now, it's one click and it sets the active players. So, it's a lot quicker than it used to so be. So that's why you missed your uh, daily dump today. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of a uh, lot of toilet talk earlier. A lot, really a lot of bowel show. reference yeah, already in the first 28 <laughs> minutes of the show. It's a sanctuary. It's been like a month. So. Yeah, it's a special it's, place. Yeah, we're all catching up with each other. The we haven't seen each other a, in a little while, so we need place, to catch everyone. up with each we other. Know, we need to know ev- about everyone's bowel. Yeah, we're all routine. we're all very intimate. I'm like feeling that, crappy. We're getting deep. <laughs> I'm feeling cra- I'm feeling crappy today, guys. <laughs> okay, guys, let's back get back into the Red Sox rotation here. We were talking a little bit about David Price and how far behind he is. Dave thinks that he's going to come back in June if he does come back this season and avoids. Uh, surgery, which, I mean, he went and saw Dr. James Andrews and he got the green light to come back, even though he hasn't thrown off a mound since February 28th. But during that, uh, he he was also told by Dr. James Andrews that if he was 23 or 24, he'd recommend the surgery. Yeah, so we still don't really know <laughs> what to make of that. So yeah, much It's one t- of those things where you get older and doctors just give up on fixing stuff. <laughs> well, it's not like, <laughs> right? like well, 85 years old. If you're a 20-year-old and you go in with like a knee problem, they're like, like, okay, let's uh, we're gonna fix this up for you. Because right? we we'll can get you back out there. Right, you're young; it'll heal. It'll when heal you're, quicker, when you're yeah. 30 and you go in with a knee problem, they're like, "Well, yeah, that, that's how it's gonna be now till you die. It's well, <laughs> also, career it's ending. Gonna, it's gonna be uh, your knees just gonna hurt now. That's forever. Well, he was also that's told the philosophy that he had, of birthdays. Yeah, too. but wasn't he told that he had sort of a unique elbow? <laughs> yes, in which he, like he kind of it's self healing. It. Yeah, it's self healing. So I mean, again, I'm not a doctor. I don't know what to make of that. I'll just take it at face value. He has a unique Let's elbow. Let's hear actually he what David Price has to say about his elbow. My elbow's like Jesus' elbow. It can heal itself. <laughs> By the power of me. <laughs> I'm David Price, everyone. Don't uh, tweet bad things about me, please. I don't like it. Very uh, sensitive. Cannot stand Very sensitive. David Price. How's your dog I like doing? my elbow. How's your dog How's doing? Astro? Astro's terrific. <laughs> Always terrific. And he's so cute. <laughs> so I guess now that David Price is out of the picture for the foreseeable future, which I guess for me means May. Everyone has a different definition of the foreseeable future I have early May. Future I, means. I think it's going to, uh, uh, as he said, he has a unique elbow. And yep. you know what so unique we'll means. What that means. He has yeah. a unique yeah. elbow. Because he's a unique guy. So I guess Where did that report come from, that, by the way? David Price said, okay. said that he's because ridiculous. that's what they told him. Do we him. believe this, though? No, that's like, what they told him. But how can we trust anything that comes out of the Red Sox camp about injuries? Well, it was came out of David Price's mouth from the doctors. Ma- Doctor James Andrews. They've been conflicting with each other uh, since yes. day one with this, though. But I'm I'm just talking. David Price said this from Doctor James Andrews. Red Sox were not involved. Well, I, if you, I'm just saying, if you remember. At the beginning of this, when this happened, they thought first it would be Tommy John. That was the first report. Then David Price came out and said, no, 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 it won't no. be that. It's, well, not, no, it's not a big were deal. After he went guard. and saw Dr. James Andrews, yeah. then the Red Sox said, well, he should be pitching in seven to ten days. Well, and then David Price came out the day after and said, I don't know if I'll be ready for opening day. Right. They're are, not on the same page at all. Right, but that has nothing to do with him saying the unique elbow thing. But that, I don't buy any of these reports is my point. It's and not a report. Those are you, the words. When you, that just, he when said. you use a word like unique to describe someone's elbow, what does that it's mean? not a medical term, <laughs> anyone. And no, everyone knows this. A unique elbow is not a thing. It doesn't exist. That's not something we've ever heard used medically to describe an athlete's elbow. Like if I said that's that just about BS like coming out of the Red Sox Mark's camp. facial hair, being like, that's unique facial hair. Yeah, too bad I don't grow facial hair. Real facial hair. Yeah. But unique um, facial hair is is more of a thing than a unique elbow. I've never heard anyone use the phrase unique elbow in my life. You have a unique shoulder pattern. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> similar to that. If someone said you have a unique shoulder pattern that's going to allow you to pitch through the injury, I'd have the same reaction. But, guys, look at, like, the players that have come back from injury, right? Adrian Peterson, Kobe Bryant. 
you know, uh, David Ortiz, a lot of significant significant players. The one I compare it to, John Lackey, because he was in his 30s when he got Tommy John. Well, my point is, my point is, though, Brian, I think it has a lot to do with the mental state. Well, yeah. Because when you have that mentality of wanting to get better and wanting to get healthier, you know, I, I think you block out the noise and go to it. Okay, David Price is a really soft guy. He let he's a very sensitive person. He lets a lot of things get to him. So that's where I think his brain takes a lot in, and he's not gonna be able to focus on what the initial goal is. And the initial goal is to come back as soon as possible. And that's why I do agree with Dave that I think it's gonna take longer than expected because of the mental state that this guy has. He doesn't have that grind to get back to right. where he was, yeah. which is why smart. they're worried about having the surgery now because he'll miss two full seasons instead of starting a little bit at the end of the year. Sure. Just, I just worry yeah, about pitching get a guy when yeah, either, either way, he's, he's going to be gone for if the same amount of imminent, time. It's still a risky thing to go ahead and pitch the guy because then you're not getting it over with. You know what I mean? Either it's way, gonna, he's going to be uh, So might as well just do it bad. now. Because if you know you have to have get, a procedure, you'll get why something wait? out of him this season, maybe, if, or maybe. or just wait a year and get something out of him next. No, season. it wouldn't be the, he, he wouldn't be back until 2019 if he got surgery now. There's more risk involved in starting him this year. Not really. If you if you start him this year, that there is a risk. Can involved he exacerbate in that. it? Probably Can not. It get worse? No. Probably not. But no. there's no so guarantee you get anything out of him unique- now. So Elbow. if you can't make right. it worse, then I kind of understand Brian's sentiment that well, if you can't make it worse, you then might as well you, you just can't make do it, it until it happens. Start in, until surgery is like you absolutely right. need it in November, right? And now, you'll still be back if, in 2019. If, now, if if it was an injury that could get exacerbated, then I'd say okay, maybe you should get it, you know, looked at now right. and get the surgery but done I think because the, I don't want it to get worse than it can. But maybe maybe it, it doesn't is, get worse, but maybe he gets out there and he can't pitch, right? But, and then I mean that's what happened with Lackey, and then you've waited longer to. To get the surgery. Yeah. You're not waiting too long. It's not it, It's not that much longer than if he went right into surgery, obviously. It, no, it's only but about the, four or five more months, but it, it's a year and a half long recovery usually. For right, so either way, he'll be back in 2019. So just wait until the November because then the first six months of the recovery time is during the offseason. Yeah, the timeline, I guess, kind of makes sense for yeah. that sort of mentality. <laughs> I, I get it. The one thing I want to see while he's gone is for him to stay off Twitter. And I'm not even joking about this. If David Price is going to work on one thing while he's out, I don't, think I don't even tweeting. need it to be his arm. I don't think he's Just stay off lately. Twitter. Stop feeding the trolls on Twitter. I, I think it, it no, but he's done, he's done interviews. If you remember right. the, the most recent interview he did with, uh, I can't remember who it was, but he went and got coffee. Uh, if you remember for the pe- for like the staff inside the red lo- inside the Red Sox locker room, and he said something to the effect with the reporter. It was like a little bit the reporter and he were doing. They went to Starbucks to get a coffee. They're driving back in the car. He's asking David Price questions, and Price is just like, "Well, you know, I'll probably get beaten up because I didn't get Dunkin' Donuts. I got Starbucks instead, and I'll get beat up for that. But you can say whatever you want. I'm not affected by it. It's like, dude, you're so affected by it. The fact you're that you have so to talk about it every it. time. This is a this is a puff piece in a car with the reporter where you're talking and getting coffee for the staff making you look like a nice guy and you have to bring up how you're going to get beat up for getting Starbucks instead of Dunkin' Donuts. All He's right. a fatalist. <laughs> All right. He is a masochist of the highest degree. We are going to move on from David Price and talk about who is replacing him in the rotation. Well, much to our chagrin, <laughs> it's Drew Pomerantz. He's yeah. the expected guy to be yes. the interim fifth starter. Forget Even that. though Kyle Kendrick went 4-0 in the spring, which record doesn't matter, but he threw 31 innings, uh, 33 innings, 31 strikeouts, and he had uh, an ERA around 2. He had an ERA of 2.18. And Pomeranz, meanwhile? Uh, Pomeranz, uh, he went 0-2 with a, an 8.25. Oh, boy. Wow. In four games. <laughs> and a and, minor um, Fantastic. At least it's not Henry Owens, who went 0-3 with a 15.95 ERA. What a dud he in turned out to be. 7.1 Remember three years ago when we thought Henry 12, Owens was the next big thing? 12 yeah. walks. Untouchable well, we, was the We word. thought about that, a very pitcher coming up. We thought they were going to be the next pitcher. We, we, I, I feel like do. we do that about yeah. everyone. You always though. do. We do that with everyone. It and just means the Red Sox have a very good PR department uh, talking <laughs> up these right. yeah. minor league oh, players. The, the Red Sox hype machine in full action. Now, the thing is, listen, I'm... I'm 100% on board with uh, with what Brian's saying because he and I were talking about this a little bit yesterday that we would much prefer Kyle Kendrick be the guy. The one thing that rather than Drew Pomerantz. to Kendrick's dismay is that he's not on the 40-man roster, so they would have to move someone off the 40-man roster by DFAing them right, and adding him to it 
and he has a June deadline to be on the 25-man roster. And he has an opt-out if, if that doesn't yeah. happen, right? Yeah, so, I mean, they have basically until June. So why do it now when you can wait to do it because Pomeranz is going to be back? Right, yeah, there's a little bit of confusion as to why. Like, Pomeranz was just placed on the 10-day deal with a forearm strain, but according to Pete Abraham, it's not going to keep him out long right. because they placed him on the... It's now the 10-day deal. I'm right, and it's to that. retroactive. It's, it's retroactive to the last time he pitched. So he has... Uh, he's basically in line to come back and pitch the first game of the Detroit series or... Last sorry, game. The last game of the Detroit series. But what's weird about this, it's a flexor strain. Um, I must be like... Grade uh, like grade one, which is the low, the lowest, lowest level. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because Drew Smiley also has a flexor strain, and he's out six to eight weeks. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he must have the worst one. Right. <laughs> like I was like, there's such a discrepancy between the right. two. Uh, I mean, Pomeranz has always been injury prone. They should have just yeah, yeah. Back that's Espinosa. the thing with the, with the Padres, and you know, I'm, I'm st- I don't think I'm. They ever had get over a chance that. to get him back. And they didn't. I'm never going to get over that. But here's the thing. Pete Abraham talked about the Red Sox ulterior motives for putting Pomeranz on the DL. They want to start the season with four starters and eight relievers, and they can do that because they have that early off day. So they can can use that off day to still go to four guys. And what's great about it is that now they have a bunch of bullpen backup for, say, Eduardo Rodriguez, just in case he has a short outing. Same with Stephen Wright. Of so course, so basically they're allowed to do that for the first week because of that first off day. And then, as we said, Pomeranz will get activated for, I believe it's the sixth game of the that's season. That's correct. And that'll be the finale in Detroit. And, guys, it's hard to see this David Price injury happening. But, like, doesn't it stink for Dave Dombrowski because he got Chris Sale and he gave up, you know, Yon Mankata and he's trying to build this, you know, roster to, you know, continuity and, you know, kind of feel it out as we turn the page with David Ortiz and bringing these guys and start having a legitimate pitching staff, it's got to suck for Dombrowski. Well, he has all, he's, he's had trouble acquiring pitchers that have um, well, he hit been the on the nail field. on the See, head I, with Chris I, Sale. I think there's a little right. bit of bad luck involved for Dombrowski there because yeah. Bryce there's has Carson, never had an injury in well, his career. Well, yeah, but there's... Thornburg, who is having this shoulder yeah, injury. Yeah, that's Dombrowski's fault. Carson uh, Smith. Yeah, Carson. Dombrowski's fault. Uh, Drew Pomeranz. Drew Pomeranz. Dombrowski's fault. And um, he hasn't done the best well, with pitching. here's the thing. That's, with that's Carson Smith, I don't think we can really blame him. Oh, no, hold on. Elias. He's also... Well, he's here's the thing. I can't really get on him for Carson Smith because you have to remember who went over in that trade. It was Wade Miley, who we all hated. Mm, so, no. I would, I would prefer to have Wade Miley over, over Drew, Drew Pomeranz, Pomeranz right yep. now. Absolutely. He, he ate up innings. Well, I didn't I'd, have I'd a, prefer I to have Clay Buckholz. I'd prefer to have Clay Buckholz over Drew Pomeranz. Oh, I'd prefer okay. to have I'd Wade have Miley Buc- over Clay Buckholz. <laughs> I would too. Sure, but I liked... I mean, look, when we got... When the Red Sox got Carson Smith, we were all praising that even though we... I mean, at the time, we didn't really know that he was going to get Hurt. Well, it's turned out so to be it a, was kind of a terrible signing. Well, he hasn't pitched one single pitch. Yeah, but he's under team. Yeah, he did. He pitched a Two couple games. of games last year before getting hurt. Yep. All right, but he's he's young and he's, he's under he's team pitched control. A couple exactly, pitches. he's young. He's we, young. He's we'll, under team we'll, control. He's going to look. He could be the future closer setup guy. Let's hope. Right now, beginning of the season, it's not looking good for the seven, eight, nine innings. You got Joe Kelly in the eighth, and you've got Craig Kimbrell in ninth. You don't even know who's in the seventh inning right now. Heath Embry and Matt Barnes. And just going back. To what Dave just I said about Joe pitching. Kelly, Joe Kelly being the setup guy, I don't hate that. I think that's but it's actually not a good ideal. No, it's not ideal because no, both you thought guys you were have having. huge walk rates. You thought, uh, you're figuring to have Carson Smith and then Thornburg uh, as your seventh, eighth inning guy. That's what Thornburg's it will be hurt. come July, right? And, and that's so, not, so you've got to sort of tread water here uh, without David Price, without those guys in the bullpen, without David be, Ortiz. There's going to be fatigue issues with this rotation and with the bullpen. There will, uh, especially where the starting pitchers have now dwindled down to two guys. Right. When you look at it, that are going to eat up innings. And I just want to quickly go back to your comment, Mark, about how it sucks to be Dombrowski when you're talking about bringing in Sale and now having a price injury. Yes, it sucks because your rotation is less deep, but can you imagine if he didn't acquire Chris Sale? Oh, and, yeah, and I'm not now saying. David Price right, is injured. Right. And, and, but so my... it almost works out. Uh, he almost looks brilliant for doing that because now you'd be looking at a rotation with Rick Porcello and then oh, who? Yeah, and Dostradamus my point here. going back to Rick Barcella as, you know, might be the X factor of the season is because he's going to have to eat up these innings as people, you know, uh, recover from their injuries. And also when Derek Price is, you know, out, 
he, they need quality starts out of these guys. Because if they don't get quality starts well, and they don't have that big bat anymore, David Ortiz. Right. You know, well, I, what's lucky is that Chris Sale has always been a guy who goes six-plus innings yeah. every single start. Yeah. Well, and let me ask you this when it comes to mentality, because I think this is an important factor for Porcello in this market. Would you say that mentality-wise and being able to deal with uh, being in the spotlight in Boston, Porcello is closer to Chris Sale or David Price? Chris Sale. Chris, Chris Sale. Sale. Absolutely. Last year, Rick Porcello was silent, balls. and he was silent. He had stone <laughs> balls last year. That's what he was. He was outrageously good. Obviously, it's the outlier for his career. Mm-hmm. He won a Cy Young award. I don't think you can necessarily expect him to repeat that. But if he's got the mentality that we think he might have. The He's going to be type. out to prove people <laughs> wrong that it wasn't just this fluke. He season. will have to prove people. So, and, and I think he's the kind of guy that, you know, we saw the first year he struggles here in Boston. That happens with pitchers. Second year, he didn't listen to the media. He wasn't responding to people's Twitter. No. He, was, he just went out and pitched, and he won the Cy Young Award. So if he's going to do anything even remotely close to that this year, right. you're going to be ha- very happy with the production of Porcello. Comfortability. 603-883-9900. Quick break here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN. You know what scares most people? Spiders, heights, public speaking. You know what scares me? Unused inventory. I find the prospect terrifying. Got goosebumps just thinking about it. That's why we use Granger. Granger's inventory management solutions make sure our facility has exactly what we need when we need it. No overstock, no understock, no goosebumps. When it comes to inventory management, Granger's got your back. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief, but the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. At the American Lung Association, we're fighting for a day when we can all breathe easier. We're fighting for clear skies over every city and healthy lungs throughout the country. We're fighting to keep harmful secondhand smoke out of our public spaces and workplaces and fighting to free millions of Americans from the addictive grip of tobacco and the devastating effects of lung disease. We're fighting for a day when kids no longer battle airborne poisons in their own homes or the fear of an asthma attack. The American Lung Association isn't just fighting for air, we're fighting for all the things that make it worth breathing, and we can use your help. Join us in the fight. Visit fightingforair.org and read about just a few of the many ways the American Lung Association is fighting to protect the air we breathe, both indoors and out. See what you can do at fightingforair.org. Did you know there are medical grants available for families struggling with child health-related expenses? The United Healthcare Children's Foundation is currently seeking grant applications from families in need of financial assistance to help pay for their child's health care treatments, services, or equipment not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance plan. Grants are often used to pay for medical services and equipment such as physical, occupational, and speech therapy, counseling services, surgeries, prescriptions, wheelchairs, orthotics, eyeglasses, and hearing aids. Parents and legal guardians may apply for grants up to $5,000 at www.uhccf.org. That's www.uhccf.org. To be eligible for grants, children must be 16 years of age or younger, families must meet economic guidelines, reside in the United States, and have a commercial health insurance plan. Families do not need to have insurance through United Healthcare to be eligible. Last year, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation awarded medical grants to more than 2,000 children. This has been a public service message from the United Healthcare Children's Foundation. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Celtics remain in sole possession of first place in the Eastern Conference following a 117-116 win over the Orlando Magic last night at TD Garden. Isaiah Thomas with the game-high 35 points in the win. Jake Crowder chipping in with 18. The win proved to be a big one as Cleveland topped the lowly 76ers 122-105. So for now, the Seas have a half-game lead over the Cavs. The Bruins will look to keep things rolling after dropping four games in a row. The Bees have won three straight, including a 2-0 win over Dallas on Thursday. Thursday night, 
They begin today in the second wildcard position, one point ahead of Tampa Bay, just one point behind Toronto for the third spot in the Atlantic. There'll be a TD Garden today in a matinee matchup with the Florida Panthers. Puck drops at 1 o'clock. And the Red Sox, they're in Annapolis, Maryland today for their final preseason tune-up. Weather permitting, they'll take on the Washington Nationals at 2 o'clock. And the NCAA basketball tournament moves to the University of Phoenix Stadium today for the final four. Tonight, it'll be number one Gonzaga taking on number seven South Carolina at six o'clock. Followed by number one North Carolina up against number three Oregon. Tip-off is at eight. With your Sports Center update, I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. The Sports Blast. Getting rid of clay buckles is like holding in a dump all day. And then, <laughs> and then finally that. getting to a toilet and taking that dump. It feels <laughs> so good. All right, back here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. <laughs> You know, I'm going to be honest with you. At this point, I would not hate it if somehow Clay Buckles ended up back on the Red no, Sox roster. No, yes, you would. I, you know, given yes, given you the would. you know situation with David Price, given the fact that Drew Pomerantz is now your fifth starter, I would rather have Clay Buckles no. be your fifth we starter. We don't need that headache. And man. Dave took <laughs> his dump that today. Headache anymore. I know, just more toilet humor. Love it. Just <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that today. We do not need him. Uh, we do not up, need Clay Buckles. Coming up at noon, we will be doing our annual MLB predictions for the 2017 season. We Exciting. do this every single year and usually Love we it. are way off. Except for that one year that Bryant sniped the World Series and said Kansas City Damn straight. was going to end up in it. And that was that was the year they lost to the Giants, I right. believe. Yeah, um, it was, but yeah. no one was expecting them. Because it's easy to say Kansas City you know, a year later when they ended up winning it because they were there the year before. But that was, I got to give you kudos on that one. That was really good. Well, yeah, laughed one out of a million. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm usually we're way off on those. So definitely look forward to uh, to that coming up. Uh, before we hit the break here at the top of the hour, I just want to go back to the discussion we were having in the open about you know, how you replace David Ortiz's bat in the lineup. And I guess you don't really. I mean, Hanley is obviously going to have to step well, I up. I touched on that by talking about Pablo being back. Right. And, and, and I think I'll, Mitch Moreland. Sure. I think the onus is going to fall on the younger guys, though. because and, and, again, this is a discussion that we'll have further on down in the show about Hanley and how he still hasn't played the field. Um, because Mitch Moreland Which is, is fine. Well, against lefties, Mitch Moreland's sitting. So he's going to have to play first, and Chris Young's going to DH. But I don't want to talk about that right now. We'll get to that later. Well, well why talk do you about think the, Chris Young was getting some reps at first base. I'm not buying that. You're I think that's just not I think, buying I think that? that's a contingency plan. Exactly. For like now until Hanley can play. No, because Mitch field. Moreland has the flu. He might not even start on Monday. So we'll see who well, he'll start uh, the when do you start the flu? Like Thursday? He'll be fine. Okay, let's just <laughs> Okay, I see Brian has a lot of opinions on that. So we'll come back to that. But Mark, you you were talking about how some of the younger guys are not going to have to step up like Benintendi, Bogarts, Betts, Bradley. Well, you know, it's it's yeah, really I mean these guys now and it's on them. Yeah, because they don't have that big bat in the lineup mm -hmm. anymore. And when you have that big bat, you can use it as protection. If you strike out, you know that David Ortiz is somewhere in your lineup. Okay, Now that David Ortiz isn't, you're all going to have to bring those averages up. You're going to have to you know, be, play smart baseball, take pitches, work the hit, uh, pitchers, make them throw a lot of pitches, because then it makes them tired, and then that's when you can you know, counteract right. off of that. Well, yeah, because at That's what's 40. good about Benintendi. He works the count. Yep. Mookie Betts has started to work the count. Right. Pedroia has always worked the count. Xander works the count. I Hanley want, works the yeah, count. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like uh, At age 40 last year, David Ortiz was still a guy that was very much uh, right. you know, productive. You're missing he, that big left. Yeah, he was very much responsible for making you one of the greatest offenses we've seen right. in the game last but year. I, now you take that away, the they're, onus they're still, falls on these guys I know, but they're to still one the of the best there. offenses in sure. oh, they are. But you're, still yeah. gonna, you're gonna have to fill it, that it's void gonna somehow. be worse than last year but they're still gonna be top there's, five there's also no denying the intangible effect of david ortiz when right. it comes to the sort of swagger that clutch. the offense had last year the clutchness that he's always provided and the clubhouse ability like you guys already mentioned right. and having him be your cleanup hitter the dh right and you now know, you have to figure I, out you who's going to go there. Right. And, and and again, it kind of goes back to what I was saying uh, when we opened the show, which is that you need one of these young guys to sort of assume that leadership role, if not uh, multiple young guys, gonna be to Mookie. assume a leadership It's going to be Mookie. He's yeah. going to be you the three-hitter so. going into the season. It's still a lot to ask of a young guy who's it had is. two good seasons now under his belt, the near MVP caliber season last year. You should have won You it. hope 
that he can nearly replicate what he did last year. If he does, right. you can safely well, he, say that this guy's one of the best hitters in the league. Right. He'll have more chances for RBI because he spent, I think, three quarters of last season from the leadoff position, and he still had 30 home runs. Right? And, and going back to like the, the Kansas City Royals when they won the World Series, they didn't really have like the big, big hitter in no, the No, they didn't. They had a full lineup. They have a and full that's, lineup, that's and that's what, what the, the Red Sox have exactly. right now. Right. Yeah. Because, it's a well-balanced lineup. It's not necessarily one guy. Right. That, it's yeah. a lot but of righties. I'm, that's a that's going to be an issue, I think. Well, here's the thing about that. And, Mark, finish your point, and then I'll, I'll counter that. Yeah, I was going to say, based on the performance, I think John Farrell has to expect the Red Sox to have a sky-high on-base percentage. Yeah. Because they if they can get on base, that, they that, can score runs. That's that, perfect. That will be the thing with them. They'll, and, they'll be able to get the walks, and that's why they put Benintendi in the two-hole. And that's correct. where he's going to be this season. Correct. And yes. just going back to what you were saying, Brian, about this being a very righty-heavy uh, lineup, I think that's why John Farrell sort of alluded to the fact that Xander Bogarts is going to bat sixth. I actually he like wants, that. Because he wants to break up the righties at the top of the order. Because Benintendi is your only lefty. If right. you put Pedroia leading off, mm-hmm. and then Benintendi. And then if you go like... Uh, some combination of Bogarts, Betts, and Hanley back to back to back. Right, that's three straight righties. So well, it's going to be four straight because Pedroia, uh, Pedroia at the top. But uh, Benintendi breaks it up. Well, if there was no Benintendi, it'd be Bogarts there. So it'd be exactly four that's, straight that's the righties. same. That's, yeah. that's the point I'm making. So it's so going to be righty, righty lefty, righty Correct. righty, lefty yeah. lefty, because um, or lefty righty, because uh, Pablo's going to be. Um, or not I think Pablo. Pablo's probably your seven. seven. But I mean, Mitch again, Moreland, I don't want to get too into Mitch the lineup. Moreland, I think. Well, they. Posted a lineup. They had a lineup yesterday. That's going to be the opening day lineup. Okay, but fair enough. But I think that that's kind of the reason that Xander Bogarts was dropped to sixth in the lineup. It's not a reflection on Bogarts, who was an All Star last year. Right. He had a little bit of a drop off. But I think it's more a reflection of, hey, we just have a lot of righties. We right. have to break right. it up, and you're sort of the lesser of the three guys. And that goes back to the big bat of David Ortiz. Now you're talking about the lineup. I don't th- like we've talked about it in the past, but not this in depth in a more elaborate form. Right. And now it's all about balance. It really is all about that balance of the batting order because if, if you you know you clog up the middle, then you don't have anything on, on the bottom, right? And I think Jackie Bradley is going to have to play an immense part and he'll and pivotal bat- part. I in want this him batting order. nine. Yeah, I agree. Best nine hitter in, in baseball. Not only that, but to break up the double lefties um, in a row with Pablo hitting seven. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I mean, it, it depends on how Sandy's doing and how. Vasquez is doing, but and, and this isn't going to be just a walk in the park. They're not going to walk into the season and say, "Hey, we're the best offensive team in 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 the." the well, league. right, because that's I not mean gonna... they're projected to be, but you have to go out there and do it. Well, but my point is, w- without Big Poppy in the lineup, you know, they got a lot of production. Now. I I think that goes you know unwritten mm-hmm. in, re- in regards to his production. Everybody talked about his cl- uh, clutchness. Everybody right. talks about his responsibility to the clubhouse, yeah. but nobody really touches upon what he really brings to the table. And that's 300 batting um you know uh average, 36 home runs right. a year, 120 RBIs. Right. So on and so forth. This guy made the DH position valid. Now right. they don't have a DH position. Well, right. they have they have Hanley, who I'm still a little bit concerned about the fact that he didn't play any first during spring training because Why? he is going to have to play the field yeah, when Mitch Moreland sits against lefties. I don't think he He's will. the only other first baseman you have on the right roster. now. He doesn't have to. So, this show. Uh, this is uh, what's funny is that Hanley said this is the same surgery that he hurt before when it's the opposite shoulder, oh, when he ran into the wall. This is the opposite shoulder. I don't know why he said that See, it was that's, the same. See, the thing <laughs> is, like, and again, I don't, I don't want to I don't want to say this, but is he turning into old Hanley again where it's like, oh, he they promised me that I'd turning be turning into Manny. We, we talked about how his focus was up last year because he was playing first base every day. I, I What's th- to say? I, he didn't even touch the field. Right. So anyone who brought it up to him like, hey, hey first day spring training, Hanley, you thinking uh, maybe you might want to play first base for us? And he said, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I don't. It's I kind don't, of like no. that when you hit. It's kind of like, hit, and that's all I'm going to do. It's kind of like when fine. they asked him, would you play third? He's like, oh, hell no. You guys remember that? It's exactly. almost like the same type but of thing. That's and fine. He wants to just hit, so he, better, so he better go out and hit. Right. Yeah, he wants to Well, he has up. been. It, it, it didn't let it limit him from taking at bats during the season. No, but he, he wants to be the heir. Uh, right, apparent. agreed. So let's let's hope that he somewhat can replace that production at the DH position. Right. Let's hope he's focused all year. All right, wrapping up hour number one here on the Sports Blast. We'll be back with our 2017 MLB predictions. Don't go anywhere. You know what scares most people? Spiders, heights. <laughs> 